Hello. 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 And welcome to the 75th episode of. I said five. I said. <laughs> 75 episode of. I said 75th. I said 75th. I said 75th. Pretty embarrassing in front of our. Hey, speaking of 75th, <laughs> it's, a dime, it's a diamond thing this year. Of what? For the Queen. Anyway. What to what? With me, by me, I don't know what. Me, uh, me, Alpha. <laughs> me, Jordan. It's, Do you care about the monarchy? No, so, I don't actually care at all. But oh, it's, it? it's the 75th year of her reign. That is insane. Just oh, is That rhymed. Um, Isn't it like the 50th year every year? <laughs> I feel like every year it's like, oh, it's the, the diamond year of the... the... diamond. Fuck. Do you think, like, the Queen is a nice person? Can you be a nice person in that much power and have that much power? I think she is, actually. She oh, looks like it. Oh, that, oh. so did R. Kelly. That was, <laughs> <laughs> like, a lovely person. Um, what, like, what do you mean she looks like? It? Nah, I don't think... I think there's too much, like... Yeah, there's Hello, too much darkness, responsibility on her. And from, she's old, she, but and also she's, she's Yeah, and also she, like, she's old and white in this country that she's ran the country so she's been here when the country when the fair, did a madness rich, so she didn't actually she hasn't actually done in terms nah, of the monarchy po- in terms of decisions they make they don't actually do much they got to fulfil she got like a normal job in terms that she has to fulfil <laughs> certain things she has to go salute the military she has to go and <laughs> like receive flowers from this place she's got things that she's got to do like even her like her son which one? <laughs> The, the pedo one his name's now Andrew don't because he's been his uh, oh, yeah, his, uh, yeah. his titles have been re- re- revoked sure, he was what Duke, Duke of York before that yeah. pedo Andy anyway he's been relieved yeah and the only thing that's happened to him he's definitely been relieved like, like <laughs> the only thing that's happened to him is that yeah. he doesn't have to do this boring shit that the Queen has to do every day he like, ain't gotta go salute the military anymore he ain't gotta go and like do- Harry as well well, Harry, but so, I mean, Harry well, beef is the beef of Harry's mad. So basically, <laughs> Harry wants private security, and he wants to pay for his own security. And the Queen's like, "No, nah, you have to have my security that I give you." But I think he doesn't want he doesn't want he, he doesn't want their security because of what happened to his mum. Do you get me? Because his mum died in a car crash. Oh. Obviously, there's a conspiracy theory that Jeez. she got killed. So man's like, "Yo, I want to get my own security," and the Queen's like, "No, nah, you have to have mine." Obviously, first world problems. Yeah, in terms of first world problems, pay for yeah, they're like the, no. po- the actual police. Yeah, you can't pay the for the police. But I'll just get like just get some just hire some Madden. assassins, bro. It's funny because <laughs> how do you help? Bro? How do you go about? That's like getting tomatoes from the shop. How do you go and hire assassins? These yeah, are just literally the monarchy. Or these are literally the monarchy. They but, know but, all these underground. Come on, you well, can hire a couple assassins. He's going against his grandmother. He is the monarchy, but he's now kind of excommunicated from the monarchy so now imagine that's true so like, assassin ties exactly like assassin yeah. like. I ain't got them ties no more <laughs> it's mad because like MI6 and them man work for the, um, the queen <sighs> man it's funny when I had to do I'm doing my ancestry sorry I have an ancestry visa for England but yep. I had to do like a citizen citizen <laughs> a criticism test, <laughs> a citizenship test to to get become a citizen. Yeah. And um, man, the questions there's so much shit about the monarchy that no one would know. I guarantee you. Ask me, ask me a monarchy question. Oh, I mean, I'll, I'll just make it up. <laughs> but there was a, there was a question on there like yeah. in 1215 what yeah. was the name of the ship that went into the harbour of France and decapitated the king of the blah 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 and you're like do I need to know that information uh, it's, it's, what happened in 1066 Normandy oh is that wrong Bala Hastings mate right I'm yeah. alright 
Alpha, you, that falls really bad. <laughs> By the way, thanks for joining us this episode of the podcast where we're just, you know, just throwing knowledgeable facts about the monarchy. Um, <laughs> such a British thing to do. The, yeah, like, everyone's like, How's your guys week out of 10? Ooh. Uh, good. I'll give it a, uh, a good out of 10. A good out of 10. I'll give it, I'll give it a 7.7. 7.8. What movie would you give your week out of 10 on a rating scale? What movie would I? What, as in, what, what movie as would you rate 7.7? 7? <laughs> <laughs> That's such a, That's such a multi-level <laughs> question. Because when, when I think about rating, because I was so big on IMDb when I was young, yeah. I sort of knew the ratings of all the movies wow. that I'd watched. But I think I would give, <laughs> I would give Philosopher's Stone a 7.7. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's <laughs> Philosopher first. <laughs> Yo, that's so specific. The that, first Harry Potter film. Ah, uh, let's not get into nah, it. Nah, I I got right. bare angry that the Americans call it Sorcerer's Stone. Do you know that? They changed the name because the Americans couldn't say Philosopher. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the real reason. Aluminum. They're going to come for us. Everyone's in, anyone that's here in America, that was Jordan. That was all Jordan. That was Jordan. That was all of him. I'm uh, heading off there soon. So. Yeah. You're already there. You're there right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there right now on tour. You're there on, right now on tour, mate. Are you? No, you're, you're not not yet, actually. I'm just packing for my packing my bags. Right now, he's doing that with me. Right now. He's like folding his underwear. Uh, my week was all right. My week was a... Uh, my week was a... Hold on. I'm Ever since you guys have t- explained to me that you guys do your weeks by working backwards, I, I find it I've actually too. only done that since he said it as well. You'll call me now. Copycat. Um, what was kind of like an... Are we still doing the movie film. thing? My film, yeah, yeah. My, oh, week my, was an, my week was an interstellar. It was like amazing, <laughs> amazing film. Don't get me wrong. Interstellar's amazing until the end. Yeah, that is very true. So that's the thing. That's interstellar's in, That's a very Interstellar's not like that film. But what's it's that, so bad. What's the name of that film? Gravity. You know, the, you know that yeah, film that was happened. like, just looked good yeah. and just yeah. nothing happened in it. Yeah. Interstellar was banging and just until the end, which kind of capsized the whole thing. <sighs> but... But you liked the end. You no, liked... I didn't. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. That was Tenet. Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I didn't like Interstellar. But yeah. Sucked, that it... ending is so dumb. Yeah, yeah. the ending is that. So you've had a bad last few days. Yeah, I kind of... <laughs> <laughs> no, I just kind <laughs> You know what it was? I tripped on the way onto, to the bus stop. No! <laughs> so that's why I say it's Interstellar. <laughs> wait. Because I wait, tripped wait, on the way to the bus stop. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody see? So it's a good week. No, no, no one saw. But I saw. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, think it makes I, mean? it wor- I think it makes it worse when no one sees. Because yeah. like, you, you know what? It's, bare it's, dumb on your own. Like, it's not that. It's it's bad. It's bad either way. It's definitely worse when people see though, no? It depends how. Because I- <laughs> what's your reaction? Okay, everyone's falling over once in their lives, yeah? Yeah. yeah? What's your immediate reaction when people see you fall what do you do do you literally blank you don't look at anyone you get up like nothing happened or do you stay down you do press ups and you get up <laughs> oh, yeah. like, what, do you, what do you do if you fall into a coffee shop it depends on what it, well no well, if, if I if I go I mean I think a stumble is worse than a fall potentially like if I you know when you stack like when you're walking yeah like, by the way curb. today was a, a, a stumble it wasn't like a full blown stop drop and roll <laughs> <laughs> that would have been nice. <laughs> but no. like, I'm thinking, think about like a, one of your worst public falls. Oh, my worst public fall, I know. I've told you that one. 
Assembly. I'm not told you this. I got okay. You told so, the podcast this. You maybe it. weekly podcast. All right. So I was uh, in years eight, which I was about what fourteen. Oh right. yeah, thirteen, fourteen. And so yeah. So um, basically, I got the lead role in it in a, in a play called Bugsy Malone. Oh. And um, I was very excited. I was like, finally, girls will look my direction. Hopefully, this is this is my moment to shine. Like I was like, this is gonna happen. Obviously, I didn't. Anyway, <laughs> so the first line I do is I say a line. I'm like, um, you can't talk to Tallulah like that. And then I walk up into the bar, basically. And so we have like a stage. Yeah. And then you walk up the stairs to get on stage. <clears throat> so I'm like, as I'm saying my line, I say, you can't talk to Tallulah. And on Tallulah, I trip and I face plant on the stage, right? <laughs> on so the now, stairs. Uh, this is my first line. So what, what you're supposed to do. Wait, was that your first line? The first the line of the show. So what, was, what you're supposed to do, right, is you're supposed to get up quickly. Because no one knows. If, 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 you, if you've... It could be part out, of the act. Yeah, the act, right? that's, a, that's actually a safe space to trip. Exactly. If there was a space... <laughs> right. Obviously, I didn't really get the quota. Yeah. So I stayed there for like 10 minutes. And then basically... Wait, wait did you cry? Were you on the floor I'll get crying? to that bit, yeah. Basically, <laughs> I'll get to that bit. I'll, why are you laughing if I cry? That's mad. No, what, happened, what made it worse was that, like, my brethren was having, like, the narrators had, like, you know the Janet, the Janet Jackson, like, microphones, that, like, like you know the old yeah, school? Yeah, yeah, the headphone. The headphone well, microphones, yeah, 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 like, whatever, like, the, you know, the Britney Spears ones. Yeah. They had one of those, right? And they, they narrated the show. They're laughing into the microphone. Oh, no. And then the whole school's like... laughing. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, that was my so that so I've, in terms of yeah, that's the worst trip I've ever had in my life. When, when do you think it's appropriate to laugh when someone falls? Um, I growing up on like I don't know if people that in the UK probably know this show, but there's a show called um, You've Been Framed, which is basically like a a show where you can send videos in of your of, pain of pain, like people falling over or whatever. Like America's Funniest Home Videos. Exactly, and if it, if it gets well, you get paid like 150 pounds. So like we grew up on that. So that means whenever I see somebody laugh. I'm, somebody thought I laugh immediately. I can't. I can't. I can't hold it. So the worst thing is when, like going to a skate park, um, and like go and watch people at a skate park because you just start laughing and obviously it's frowned upon to laugh at people falling over. Yeah. And obviously my laugh is quite distinctive. In it's, <laughs> yeah. In it's tones and it's quite. It's quite painful. I heard my laugh can be quite. If I'm laughing at <laughs> someone on their knees, yeah, like, <laughs> I'm just like. Is, um, is, is there any other? Is there any weird things that make you laugh? Like things that you probably shouldn't make you laugh, but make you laugh. Kids swearing makes me laugh every time. So, you know, rage makes me laugh <laughs> so much. What's rage? Rage the, the is when, like, when I see people, yeah, flip, <laughs> like, flip out. I was, I love, like, that, that brings me so much joy. I don't know why. I don't know why. It just makes me laugh. Like, someone's screaming at the top of their head. Like, they're just, like, so angry. And what? they're shouting, like. <laughs> at you? Wait, do you find it funny if they're shouting at you? Oh, it don't matter. Like, it's just a... <laughs> Doesn't matter whether it's directed at me or not. It's just like uncalled for anger. Do you know what I mean? Like, right, right. You know, in the context, yeah. yeah. Like anger in context, I understand it. But when people flip their lid, like public videos of people flipping out, just make me laugh, man. I don't know. That's, I, don't know. that's, I mean, fair play. It's a weird, it's weird, isn't it? But I don't really laugh when people fall. Like basically, I laugh if I kind of do a quick calculation that they're fine. Okay. Yeah. Right. No, so I'm, you do that yeah, split no. second, like. Ah, he's out. Like his joint, that, and then you laugh. I think my, we all do that though. Well, my laugh is like all inclusive as well. It's like kids fall, fall, old people can fall, everyone can fall. I got fall. sent a video of a kid on a um, uh, oh, I can't explain it. You know, like the Spider Man villain with the um, 
hoverboard. It's like a, the hoverboard thing. Yeah, yeah. There's like a green king. goblin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Green goblin. You know how there's this thing that people ride like a um, it's like a skateboard, but it's like electric, and there's just two feet. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, to um, segway. Mm-hmm. Sort of. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a yeah, yes, yeah, it is a segway. Yeah, oh. yeah. So, yeah, I saw some kids. Some. Oh, I saw that as well. <laughs> Have you seen it? And the batteries die. <laughs> Listen, there's a kid that rides it one way, and he's like doing like such a cool pose, and he comes back the other way, and he just gets launched and is off screen. Basically, gets launched off screen, and I actually was like, "Is he actually all right?" Like that, the way he felt. No, it was Pete. Basically, apparently, he didn't charge the to charge the thing in it, and he dancing. I told him to charge it, but like, it just stops like halfway when he's going. It just felt like his face smashed the wall. Like he just anyway, anyway. Jordan, Jordan, but Jordan laughs at inappropriate. That's true. I was gonna say, I I think I laugh at things that people normally laugh at. But one thing I is think is weird is when I'm watching a like a jazz gig and someone does an insane bit of their solo, I laugh. Right. <laughs> wait, wait. Because I'm just overtaken with like laughing, like Jay, how the fuck do you do that? that? Disbelief. Yeah, like I, I laugh in just yeah, like you see someone shredding, I'm just like I actually start cracking up, full on laughing. Like, can you believe this kind of thing? Yeah. That's interesting. How old you, how old your week out of? Um. Yeah, I don't know. Seven. How do you feel about going to America? Let's talk about that. Pretty, actually really excited. Like I've been getting into audiobooks lately and like I'm just going there by myself and I'm driving the whole thing. So it's going to be nice to like rinse books so hard. But the gig thing's weird. Like I'm excited to be a support so there's way less pressure. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm annoyed that like I can't show these cities that I'm going to that I've never played my real product like my mm. band show it's just yeah. like a solo show with like beats and looping and have you it's... got a tm no you're just driving on your ones for america just following <laughs> it's road trip a self road trip literally yeah like it's gonna be a little self-discovery holiday um mixed with yeah but, but because i'm a support i don't have to get there as early you know what yeah, it's like yeah, doing yeah, the sound check no later yeah. yeah um so it's, it's gonna be nice but there's a couple of eight hour drives in there on a gig day Oof. on a gig day on a gig day so I might have to like drive the night before but I'm generally I'm looking forward to it at the same time I'm like America getting hit by COVID now and like some shows could get cancelled and mm. right, so you're not sure what's going to happen like yeah. I could be in the middle and out of nowhere five dates get cancelled and I'm like shit what am I going to do yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you, you can't really leave are you saying in like do you know like is it Airbnbs or you do motels I'm just going to stay in cheap hotels okay on the, on the grind, mate. What do you think about that in music, like in terms of compensation for cancelled shows? If you're out there in America already and a show gets cancelled randomly, are they just like, they just leave you to your own, oh, well, sorry, that show's cancelled, mate. That, that's what I think it is, yeah. yeah I think Germany that. cover you and I think really? another European country covers you, but I think most places... You like, think about it, in a normal, in normal work environment, let's say we're not talking about music, that's you're entitled to some kind of insurance for that. And I think there's there's band um, people like like musicians that get covered for gigs. I'm just mm. thinking, is there any artists? I don't think there's any artists cover. Is that why? Is that why people like obviously we're pretty much anti-promoter in the, in the best of it when it comes to like London shows. But is that is that kind of like the plus side of having a promoter? Is that they take the hit? Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's 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 a plus, and also you can um, like get paid half of the money up front for a show. Mm. So if you need them, for the and money. then you won't have. It's not like you have to give it back. Yeah, you know I mean, that's a very good so point. That, I think that's a lot of booking agents' policy to take half of the yeah money up front. Then at least you'll be all right, covered for your flats wherever you took. Yeah. Do you do you do you 
I don't, don't, don't get into too much detail. But no, like, I can I can be as transparent <laughs> as I can. Do you? Um, so I'm guessing the money like you get paid for a support slot. Yeah. In America, are you losing like a lot of money for this support slot? No, but I will if um <coughs> I will if shows get cancelled. So yeah, yeah, right, yeah. like usually support slots are like you do it for the exposure, quote yes. unquote, yeah, in my yeah. fingers. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is. Um, also a good excuse for me to be able to go to America, which I can't really afford to do with mm-hmm. my band at the moment because of COVID. Yeah. Like, so like I'm going to America, I'm a support, so it's less pressure, but the fee is way lower. Yeah. yeah. Um, so basically it's like breaking even. Mm-hmm. Um, and if a show gets canceled, there's literally zero income here, but the same expenses as I need my car and my hotel. And so it's like, it is, I would lose, I'd be coming out of it if I didn't play six, seven shows, losing six, seven f- fees, yeah, so I'd be, yeah, I could yeah. be down like yeah. a few thousand. Where, where, like, what's the balance of that in terms of like figuring out if something is good for exposure <sighs> or like, I'm weighing it up? Like, what, like, what are the pros and cons to that? Because it's quite a difficult thing to to gauge, right? Because I suppose financially, as we as we spoke about before, like money and payment is not always cash. It is can be. Yeah, I think really you know, in everyone's. Like, it'll just literally be situation to situation. Mm. At your core, you will know, like, mm. you will know there's certain situations where exposure, you'll understand what that does for you. Maybe you and your manager, yeah. maybe will understand. But, like, yeah, a lot of the time, especially these days, it's kind of hard, unless you're going to break through, like, for example, if you support someone of a similar genre yeah. versus supporting someone of a completely different genre, those yeah. are two different things, right? Because you yeah. can branch into another yeah but they've come for a certain i remember interesting the, yeah I, I remember doing like a um I've, I've said this on the podcast before i think i, I saw jill scott at somerset, somerset house yeah and then supporting jill scott was daily yeah if you remember daily, sense, yeah um the music it all made sense yeah. but because people came for jill scott they, they were just like and they just could be older i guess in terms of like they was just like what's this guy doing blah, blah, blah. like it was a uh, the music fit, yeah. but I don't know whether the, he won many fans that the day. The estate didn't fit. That the the, the yeah right. yeah um that so yeah. But in terms of completely different, like would you say your and Bonobo's genres are completely different, not, or do they intertwine? They obviously not, intertwine. Yeah, in terms not of completely, future, but. but there's like a there's a we sort of meet in the. He would be obviously he's electronic, yeah, and there are like. Actually, in my last album, like a lot of electronic elements. So, I think maybe twenty, thirty percent of the crowd would be into it. So then you're gonna do. Um, I'm guessing you're gonna have electronics in your set. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, usually when I'm playing live, as you guys know, it's like a band, you know, drums and bass and all that. But um, because it's like has to be a solo portable set, like. Mm. That some plays of the drums. Into your hand actually, and when it comes to bonobo, right? Because That's. Exactly. I was thinking that, but at the same time. I think there are some territories, for example, Nashville, where I've mm. never played a Jordan show before, mm. and people are coming to my fans are coming, and mm. I'm like, I don't want to let them down because they want to probably see Midnight Mischief or, or talk to me with the mm. band and you know the outros and all that shit. But all I can do is just like play the drums with my fingers and. But you ain't got that pressure though because it's a support. I'm the support. That, exactly. That's that's why I'm like not as what's it called nervous about it. I think. Because when I, I love watching sports when I go to gigs, mm. I love to watch how they. Because yeah, the reality yeah. is, you, when you're walking up there on stage, 
like you said about the daily guy like no one really cares about you i yeah. think yeah no because you unless you're a music fan and you yeah. want to like have a whole night so in a way it's like i have a chance to win over even if i win over 10 people that's yeah like, that's the that's the important thing you're not hated immediately exactly. if you support it's not that they hate you they just don't they're indifferent to you yeah and they've just come for someone else yeah so it's not like they're going to be on your neck just because you you exist. Yeah. Yeah. So it's always a chance and equal. One hundred percent. But I think that's where energy comes in as well. It's like, how do you display yourself when you're walking on that stage? Like, mm. all things can work. You can be, not speak too much and it can work. You can talk too much and it could work. Like, like you can find everyone's different. So there's not a set way of doing it. But I think yeah, like essentially, people aren't coming to there to see you. Mm. So that you have sort of, I think, like a low expectation, which is actually better. People aren't like people want. There's no pressure. Like I think I, it's good. Like, I think no, it could be yeah. really good. The only thing is that like sound check. The good thing is that you're friends with Bonobo and you're and you're singing on on his on his a, song yeah. set as well. So like also with supports a lot of the time, if you're supporting somebody that you don't know, like the sound check might be a bit shit. Yeah. Or if like, there's a link between the support yeah. and the main, yeah. Like in my tour, like I had people in my band support yeah. me. There's a link. It makes people on your side straight away. Exactly. So for you, you got that tune out already. There's yeah. Like. A, a link straight away and plus you come back later it's just gonna it's just gonna work but I guess my question was more about if you did like an acoustic guitar set mm. and then Bonobo came on do you know what I mean like yeah if, that, well that I guess was a... that type of stuff yeah, would exactly. be that would w make it a lot more distinct right I mean e not distinct it would, yeah, yeah, separate, it would yeah. yeah it would make it definitely that's what yeah. and, and that's what I was gonna do I was actually just gonna go out there and play my piano and I just thought I could be missing a trick here, you know, this is an electronic fan base and yeah. if I can give them a bit of the old kick snare sub bass. Yeah man, merge that Dan Kai. <laughs> exactly, that's the thing, like you the Jordan. Thrive, yeah, like Dan Kai like, something that you've done, like Rakai, Yeah, like, yeah. I'm I'm torn between it's funny also, have you guys have you done many supports? I've only done a few. I haven't oh, ever done a support Because it's like shaping, there's like, oh, yeah, sure, you, you, know, yeah. you have a festival set, you know, we talked about this on the podcast yeah. before. Yeah. You have like your headline set where mm. you can be a bit more like self-indulgent with a song selection but like the support set I sort of think of it in a similar way to a festival set where you Definitely. need to really hit people with your yeah. your you tunes but at the same time you want to like what, what was the fit the sound of the artist what was the last time you supported somebody Jordan? man ages ago like like uh, maybe was it Jamie? Jamie or Hyde's Coyote back in that would have been Jamie because Jamie was after oh, yeah. Jamie was pre-cloak fuck off was it? That's 2016 Cloak came out. Jamie Woon. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, so I supported, like, in a really quick stretch, I supported Nao, mm. Jamie Woon, and Hyatt's Cardi, which was amazing for me because they were, like, little tours of England. Yeah. And um, that was amazing. No pressure. No one knew who I was, and I was just, like, playing for fun. Mm -hmm. um, but it's hard to support these days because my expenses are so high. I would have to be such a big artist that yeah. I could... Or make sense as yeah. well. Like, or, yeah, the yeah. does both because yeah. you're on, on this thing and then... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but it must I wouldn't. Make sense in a few ways. Right? I don't know if I'd support around Europe solo. Oh, I don't know. It's I, such an interesting like, like uh, choice to make. But I think I think they're gonna absolutely love it, and I think they're gonna like win a lot of people over. And I think it'll give you the hunger. Sometimes we lose when you're headlining shows. You can so there's certain things that you, yeah you don't get to do. Um, and I know for example like with Jack, um, who's part of Bombay Bicycle Club, who I collaborate with, he loves being able to do the stuff. We supported me and Jack supported Bombay Bicycle Club, yeah. right? <laughs> so. And he loved it because he's like, the pressure element was just, I get to just dick about for a bit. Mm. And there's no real, you know. And, and I think, it's got that festival feel like, yeah. isn't it? Like if you're playing the Glastonbury or if you're playing, a, yeah. you know, somewhere where, you know, most people here don't know who I am. Yeah. 
what set do you play? Do you know what I mean? It's, the, it's a similar set if you think about it. Yeah. But the difference is you're on your own. That's all it, it is. Yeah. It's true. We need pictures, yeah. bro. Right. We need to move on. We need to move on. So obviously, if you know, we brought the music section back. Um, thank yeah. you guys for all the messages. Beep, beep, that of, beep, of, beep. Of, uh, What's on Patreon? We ain't mentioned that today. Oh my god! But that's okay. If you've made it twenty-four minutes, I've lost. I've, I've, I've made it through the monarchy. I was supposed to be the promoter. Oh. That's all right. We can be salesmen every now and again. No. Uh, <laughs> www.patreon.com/slash/arewelive. We're there weekly podcasts. Um, the Spotify ones and Apple ones and whatever other platform ones are only Monthly. here once a month. Yes. Um, but yeah, we continue yes. this conversation and yeah, we got more in depth and stuff. Come on Patreon. Join, join the, the Discord. Join the community. Lots of stuff going on Happening. around there. Right. Um, but yeah, we're going to move on to the music section. Who's going first? Uh, I'll go first. Jeez. Why not? People okay. shout. Put your hands on me, uh. Forgot my phone, I already told you she my damn homie, uh. You know the buttons to hurt me, then you go stand on them, uh. I had a nerd that say you'll call another man on me, well. I was aware of your hurt, but I didn't know of your vengeance. Like, how the roll of the killer switch to the roll of the victim. Like, why the fuck you keep yelling? We can't afford no eviction, uh. Oh, my mama, you tripping, bitch. Don't be bringing my kid in. And she say, nigga, you ain't shit. Should've left you where you stand. Should've never let you hit. I should've chose up on your friend. Wish your daddy was around and taught you how to be a man. Cause you a motherfucking coward, nigga. Let go of my hand. I swear I hate you. I hate how you think you done popping. Nigga, fuck Compton. Act like you don't see your son. Watching, uh, I'm done watching you fuck him up, keep it pushing, go do you Like he don't copy your movements and he ain't looking up to you That shit is boo-boo, I hate it I was actually kinda crazy how you fucked your homegirl And then actually tried to blame me like <laughs> Now I'm laughing because I'm angry You salty cause I've been dating Don't ask me to see your baby fucking pussy At the tone, please record your message When you finish recording, you may hang up Or press 1 for more My son got a game and I need to get him to it, uh Though I miss him, I say shit, no, I ain't finna do it Cause I'm too pissed, I say no bitch, go tell your nigga do it, uh Another stereotype that I couldn't prove wrong Cool with doing me, but just not tryna let you move on, uh The rule tone was too strong, shit, you know I just can't back down Know you got me fucked, now who that nigga in your background? I told you bitch, don't ever have no nigga around my baby I'm forever gonna be with it, bitch, don't ever try to play me She like, boy, you fake crazy I bet you wish you cared then, huh? Then I bet you wish that you was there then, huh? I seen the truth when I was buried in my shame. We already shared the pain. How about we finally share the blame? Get what's bitter out my bones and take the hatred out my veins. Huh? Don't look for change, be the change. That's it.
Dollar Side Boogie with Who's Fault off of his album Everything's For Sale. Um, I played this tune. It reminded me a lot of the... Um, there's a tune on Lupe's Food and Look, Liquor called He Say, She Say, mm. where he's basically playing both characters, basically, mum and um, mum and dad talking about their son, basically. Mm. So this song reminded me of that. And it's interesting in hip-hop, like, issues like this, mm. I ain't dealt enough dealt with a lot do you know what I mean lyrically do you mean yeah yeah, lyrically and just like yeah conceptually and stuff it's interesting hearing like real life issues and stuff and he's good obviously but you know it just reminded me of something else yeah no 100% but yeah what do you guys think of it big fan big fan of Westside uh, Boogie I actually think he's kind of underrated Um, this album that's probably one of my favourite albums to come out in the last few years rap albums Um, because he's I I heard about him because he did like this um, this song um, where basically like he like portraying different types of black people and this kind of stuff and the video is incredible and then he got signed to Eminem he signed to Shady Records yeah yeah and I wasn't too sure if what was going to happen after he got signed and this album is like the whole album is beautiful in terms of its conception um, and yeah I, I think you're right I, the vulnerability in hip hop is such an interesting thing and I think we have set things that people usually are vulnerable about which is normal, like these things, but never like the nuance, like the nuance of that is quite specific. And I like that, like that yeah, is so, exactly. it's so specific that even if you don't relate to it as in you've not gone through it, you know it coming from a real place. And yeah, um, you can feel the pain and exactly. stuff. I know that, yeah, you know, there's a lot of effing and blanding and stuff in it, whatever. So if you can get through it, if you don't normally listen to this sort of thing, then cool. Mm. But at least you can relate to the pain that the rapper's trying to portray, Definitely. right? Definitely. So, yeah, I think it's like valid. What do you think of it, Jordan? Man, I thought it was amazing. I thought it was amazing. The first time I listen to like any sort of rap song, I never get. I never can. I hear, it takes me a while to hear mm. the lyric, what the lyrics are saying. Mm. I'm always like listening to the beat or the changes, or whatever. Um, but really quickly, I was like, I could hear what they're. Mm. I don't know. I could hear the. It was really clear. Yeah. And um, it was so good. It was so good hearing like. Him obviously talking about himself in a negative light from the point of view of his mm. ex girlfriend, it's like that's so rare. Mm. I don't know. I never really heard that. I was like, wow, this is, this is sick. It and takes then a lot in. it's like therapy and that, that to try it like that and be as yeah. They talk about a form of therapy is like what they call writing a letter from the point of view of someone that you feel oh, wow. like has an opinion on you. Wow. And right. so even doing that act, like you, you they can really see. Or you can see how you may be viewed in another way. Yeah. And like, that's sort of what it was Kendrick like. Kendrick Tune, innit? Yeah. yeah. Which, which yeah. Kendrick Tune? Where he's, to, he's looking at himself in the mirror, right? Yeah. So he's basically talking to you. himself from the position of... On Pin Butterfly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Screaming. Parts so, of that reminded me of you a little bit. Well, I, th- I think probably the energy. I think, yeah. Like, like the, his the, tone, even. I think they're from the same energy. Yeah, it's from Compton, like, he's so, from Compton as well. Yeah. But like, I th- yeah, I just think just the, just the storytelling aspect, I think, isn't pushed to the forefront enough um, in hip hop anymore anyway. But you know why it was? It's because I suppose people's cons- consumption is like... Yeah, it's, exactly. It's just, like, it's just like, you know, one, I think writing in itself, to be able to do that is really difficult because you have to have empathy and make the listener have empathy. And a lot of folk writers are great at doing that, but rappers don't do it as much. And I find that really fascinating that when they do it, it can hit you right there in the chest. Um, yeah. And he wasn't doing complex like multi-syllabic da, 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 da. it wasn't no. about that it was about you can hear exactly what I'm saying and like and I, yeah, yeah the and best I, storytellers they just 
especially in hip hop, they yeah. just t- they paint a picture. Basically, if you can see what's going on, even if you're not catching every single thing, yeah. if you close your eyes and you see two people arguing, yeah, yeah that's that's, that's what that. I did. Yeah, I really could exactly. see it. Do you know what I'm seeing? He's, he's he's got his um point across. Basically. Yeah, he's got his feeling across. Yeah, um, but anyway, we've. Stuck on my one too long. We need to move it's a great on. track. Okay. It's a great yeah, on the yeah. alpha people champ. Who wants to go next? Rex. Go I'll, I'll play the next one. Go yeah. For it. That was Elliot Smith with his track Angelus. Uh, yeah, I only discovered Elliot Smith like last month, and um, I re- I'm just getting in. I'm just really getting into music that's a bit more like simple these days. Mm. If that makes sense. Like I grew up listening to like crazy productions, and I just I've been using music lately to like chill out and calm down. I just it just puts me in a nice space. Reminds me of like he's that was released in '97, and you can hear its influence on like lots of modern folk now. Mm. Yeah, what do you very, think? It was very disarming. Does that make sense? Like it, it, it put me at eat. Like what the, 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 the I wish, and it's funny we spoke about it with the West Side Boogie song that Alpha just spoke about. But what folk is able to do when it's done right is disarm 
the listener that you forget you're listening to a song. Does that make sense? It, you you kind of just like in it. You kind of just like takes it away. And sometimes, I think with um, other genres like the beats and the knock and the this and the voice, it 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 can take away from the literal essence of what music's supposed to do. Sometimes, which is just take you away from everything. Mm. Um, and I think with folk, what's amazing is that it's it's words and a guitar. You know, words guitar with a very they're not doing crazy riffs. They're not doing stuff that, and it kind of just disarms you and just makes you at ease. And I think that's something that I wish hip hop could do more of. That which is kind of, and I think because they're so similar in terms of what they are, it's lyrics, flows and lyrics. Yeah. Um, doing that. So yeah, that was that was stunning. I, and you can listen to that on loop that one. Yeah, that was yeah. Really beautiful. What do you think? Like the, do you think it's important to understand why you're making music and what you're making music for? Because mm. when you make music for one person to listen to sitting at home. Mm. Like, I think a lot of us make music yeah. like that, yeah. even though we haven't sat down purposefully for that. Yeah. We want someone to absorb our music on a journey mm. or like just on their own. Whereas like the songs you're talking about, the hip hop ones, like even strip clubs need theme music. Do you know what I'm saying? Definitely. So some people could be making stuff. Yeah and close their eyes and see loads of people moving around, taking drugs to it, yeah. doing madness, blah, blah, blah. They're not making it for the one guy like me, for example. Yeah. The only way I consume music is pretty much in my headphones yeah. or at home through my speakers. Pretty much alone or with a few people. Yeah. Um, but context in it, like who said that? I think Sean Price said, I don't know who feels Sean Price. Someone said even like people on their way to a drive-by and you see music. <laughs> So it's just like it's like you could drive, like it's like music is music is powerful. It just depends like on on the on the context, I guess. But Ooh, yeah, it's tough then. though, isn't it? I suppose well, I suppose we'll get deep into on the Patreon Are we live? But no, I I think it's uh, what the issue is, Alpha, is that the 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 intentions get mixed. So it's like my intention can be like I would love for people to listen to my music on their own, consume it, but then. Spotify or any other streaming platform services algorithms might not work well with that type of music. So I need to also want people to hear it. So it's one thing I want people to hear on their own, but at the same time I want people to hear it. So I've got to kind of make a, a weird hybrid yeah, of like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's confl- we're all conflicted, isn't it? Because yeah. we're all making music for everybody, but really we're all making music for one person. Yeah. And also a lot of us are making music just for us. Yes, well. yes. That's the thing. Even though that's cheesy to say, a lot oh, of us make music for, for ourselves. But in terms of that song... Um, do you think he perfectly sang two takes? I think that was yeah. I was because just, that is ridiculous. I like, was just listening. That it, it sounded it was, like it was two, phased, right? It sounded like it was two separate takes of his vocal. Yeah, but that's I didn't hear any difference. I think they just which go made in like on a it. phasing keep doing effect, it. unless they just kept dragged to its perfect or whatever. But wow. that was the the effect that that made was nuts. I remember um, Sufjan Stevens. He d- he does that, but at least he pans that in like two like left and right. So you can hear that he's doing it twice. Yeah. Whereas here, it was so perfect that it made the, you know when two sounds, um, yeah. you know, it's, it's phasing. Yeah, right? phase cancellation. Yeah, or something yeah, like that. yeah. That's, I could hear that through the, wow. I was like, right. Unless he just put on like a flanger or a phaser or whatever. It, but I think because of the year it was done, he probably just done two perfect takes. Yeah, he, or he probably just phase. like punched in or something. But yeah. it's when I hear that sound of like soft singing and, you know, Sufjan or even Billie Eilish does it. Yeah. It's like, it just sort of covers you. It's almost you. like, he's, yeah. he's, he's, he you just his, feel surrounded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, arm around you. Yeah, yeah. It's and really, just like, it's mad how music can do that, isn't it? Like, the how production can do, like, yeah. the vocal production can do that. 
that. So it's not even just about the lyrics, it's about how your voice. Vocal production, exactly. There's music that feels, literally feels like a blanket. Yes. That feels like a yeah. blanket over your shoulder. Like, yeah, anyway. It's mad. Barney, Banger. you're up. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Lost in the sauce, and that sauce is yours. I double it. I got no facade, I can't change the course. A Titanic loss, if we lose this vibe, I'm nowhere more But I'm catching feels one hand, smoking trees I plant. Lost in sauce. I find myself in all your crevices. Evanson, don't gotta wonder why you levitate. It's evident your pull is actually gravitational. When I switch up, pray you pick up on this gravitas. My tongue will twist, my heart a kamikaze. I make these statements cause they bona fide. Won't blow my high, but damn consistently I'm blown away. Flow shit your way, whole time I'm trying to have you fluid out. Bump LMA, I see us booed up. She stole my soul, must be in blue suede shoes. I'm in her Kool-Aid. She got the juice, I call her Cool G. Don't leave the crib, we catching Blu-rays. Blending well, we sip the smoothie. King, it's just a Tuesday. Won't hesitate, I'm sure it's Al B. By her side, in her shadows is what I'll <laughs> It's what I'll be. Yeah. Lost in the sauce. And that sauce yours, I double. You know consistency, I'm blown away. Gucci tried to tell me from his 2021 album Elephant in the Room. Um, Mick Jenkins is a, a rapper that's been around for quite a while. I'm re- I'm really interested in the um in how rap has now the underground scene in hip hop is so diverse now, and there's rappers that you'll never hear, hear of that will be able to like you know tour and make music for the rest of their life. But I remember. Back in the day when underground hip-hop, it would be a quite a specific sound, if that makes sense. It would be like, this is the sound of underground hip-hop, which would be quite, usually quite gritty or whatever. Mm. Um, I really like Mick Jenkins' um, 
his his approach to rapping kind of reminds me of jazz a lot like it, it it kind of flows he flows very well his voice and tone is amazing um and it just feels good and the beat is banging um shout out to low file i believe that's his name that produced produced the beat um and yeah i think mint jenkins is one of those rappers that kind of is around you either know of him you just have no clue who he is mm. um but yeah uh, thoughts he 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 was around in that rise of the SoundCloud era, wasn't yes, he? he yeah. Was, yes. That's why I know him. So like from... him and Kitchenada, like did a lot of stuff yeah. together. Though, yeah, that yeah, scene, exactly. yeah. yeah. And I was just reading into his like albums and stuff. Mm. and Yeah, it was sick. I really love his voice, like yeah. his tone. He's got an it's just like, tone voice. Do you know where he's from? He's from Chicago. I was going to say, yeah. is it the same score as Trance and Vic Mensa? Yeah, yeah, like that exactly. bounce. The yeah, bounce yeah, yeah, Vic yeah. Mensa, who's yeah. what I was thinking. I was thinking Vince Staples, but no, it's Vic Mensa. Yeah, yeah. But like the bounce, like you said, the yeah. like the percussion. It's interesting because like Mick Jenkins never really blew up. Like those guys popped their head up into the mainstream, for example, like Chance, Vic, and Mick never went to that next level, which might have actually probably helped him. It helps um, to cultivate. I think Chance, yeah, Chance definitely went, and yeah. then Vic tried. tried. To go. Yeah, exactly. And then Mick Jenkins, I think he did the like he did like a few things like the, you know there's like a bad bad not good yeah. feature he did yeah. at the time he was bigger than bad bad not good yeah. I feel like that yeah, was a was. good feature for them yeah. to land so he's done like you know stuff but cool yeah, credible has, stuff yeah yeah, um, yeah man yeah it was, a, it, was a, it was a you know cool tune it was like the um, yeah no names another one right yes exactly there's like um little scene like, like a big scene to be fair yeah it's like a big scene um, do you think they all descended from Kanye and Lupe wow really interesting question is Lupe Chicago yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think I think uh, I think what's interesting about the idea of um, of like legacy is that it might not be the generation next might be the generation after so they probably have but there's probably a skip so it might have gone Kanye Kanye Lupe Gap then them because it, it has to take time for the kids to get it and then Learn from they were probably influenced day. by someone who was influenced it's, by Kanye. It's, it's that. Um, so essentially, yes, I do think they fill a void. But also, I think with every with every genre, that's quite hard hitting. And, and the drill movement that happened in Chicago was quite prominent in Chicago. But yeah. Just after that, Chance Vic, No Name, Sabah, Mick Jenkins burst, burst through, which is kind of like the 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 opposite to kind of just show the diversity element yeah. of it. The scenes usually pop up. Yeah. Off of the back of that. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, that's how it goes. Like, in life, there's, like, a thing I was listening to, and I don't even know, you can't even quote me, and I don't know who this is from, because <laughs> I can't remember the name, yeah. but the person says there's, like, basically a thesis, then, like, the thing that rises yep. next is directly opposite yep. to that thing. Yeah. And the thing that rises after that is a medium of the both, basically. It's, like, yep. thesis, then anti, anti-thesis, yep. and then... um. The last thing I don't know whether it's equally whatever the hell it's called, yeah. like a balance. So you could have like drill mm. be the thing, and then like you have certain polar opposite yeah. rise up after, and then like a mix or whatever. Yeah. And that's beautiful though. I think yeah, that happens in music. Music's a yeah. If, I, I think music's the best thing for that. <laughs> I feel like that happens in my own like my own career between albums. <laughs> I like do something funky and then depressing, and then the next one's like. Do you ever guys? <laughs> obviously, I know running down, but do you guys ever get like? That that complex of like, do I do this thing or do I do this thing? Yeah, do you ever have like a little bit of a conflict of like, you miss the other one when you're doing the other one. So it's like, I exactly, miss, yeah. I miss, I miss not doing the, the funky s- stuff when I not at the start of the process because you're like, oh, I want to try something new, but yeah. then, but then by the end you're like, in the yeah, I definitely when you get commit that. to extremes, you're gonna miss the other one. 
Yeah. When you commit to an extreme, that's just basically the nature of it, isn't it? Like, so mad, fam. <laughs> so it's the maddest thing. Like, yeah, I, like I'm finishing. We're finishing up my album, the solo album with Jordan and Imran. But I'm also doing my next project with Jack, and yeah. it's so different that my brain gets a little bit like, oh, should I do this other thing? That's really because it's easier to do the Jack stuff in terms of like straightforward. You get it. Yeah. It's quite reminiscent of old school hip hop. Easy. Yeah. And this other stuff is like. Oh my god, I'm talking about stuff and yeah, like yeah. trying different things, and so it's, it can get a bit complicated. It's good you're doing both at the same time though, because you kind of you're able to think about them both. Compartmentalize. Yeah. <laughs> so you were only doing one, and you had no access and no outlet to do the other. Yeah. Then you'd you'd really sneak a lot of like old school hip hop stuff on this new. That's thing. true. I do, I do think do that like people need to do. Sorry, I know we're in the podcast. Oh yeah, Sorry, we said, but yeah, but I'm saying I do think people should do more collaborative collaborative EP like music collaborative music with other people i think it's good to do personally that's my takeaway okay, from that the, the statement but one <laughs> yeah the end like everyone needs to work together <laughs> now heal the, me. Words, heal the words heal the words oh, uh, heal the world place for you and for me and uh, uh guys come patreon or we'll see you next month yes whichever one have a good have month. a good valentine's have a good valentine's is coming on <laughs> See you later. See you later. Au revoir. Bye. Bye.